Sometimes we call it the tea. Sometimes we call it just between us girls. I just call it Lori's just consistently late. And it happens right here on the tea. I said at the top of the show, this is the show that we usually do when Jay's around. Now he's here sitting in for the now married, I'm assuming, Adam Salandra. First, from just outside the valley, uh, where you live, Jay, is that considered the valley? What do they consider that? Where is it? What's the area called? Um, I don't know, I guess. East side? Uh, East LA? Oh, don't. My cousin will have a fucking shit fit if you bring that up. Oh, that's a whole speech I've heard a hundred times already. And from Anaheim, California, she's north, she's south, she's the all sides. It's Lori Roggenkamp. Hello. Lori Roggenkamp right now doing. She's wearing a tie-dye shirt. She's not doing Ben. She's not doing Jerry. She's doing both Ben and Jerry at the same time. Hello, Lori. Uh, I'm wearing uh, Al- Al- Alex Travaganza's... Uh... It's, it's... You, you, Lori, brought, it's, you opened Lori, the door. Lori, you opened the Lori, door. It's like we don't even have a conversation. It's like You it's, opened the it's, door. It's, I had to okay. see it. So Jay, let me tell you this right now. This is why I left the tea. <laughs> I might tell you last. I don't know when. I Lori asked me to give her some information that I didn't want shared around. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I gave it almost immediately while we were while we were talking off the air. She told somebody on Discord. Okay. Yeah. While while we were, while we were off the air, she messaged that person and told them privately the information they want out there. Right? That's not the Lori I know. Yeah. <laughs> About three or four hours ago, five hours mm-hmm. ago, I don't know when. Right? Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with Lori. I said we have a new policy. I don't even want to see what the policy is. Yeah. The second thing out of her mouth violates the policy. Now, did you write up a contract with these said policies? Because nothing's official. No, I'm, so I'm going to call. I'm going to call Lori's mom. I'm going to call Lori's mom and go. I get it. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> I think I'm going to charge Lori to be on the show. What was item two, uh, bullet point two of the agreement? I don't know. Oh, I don't. Even, I don't even want to get into it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. I don't even remember what number two was. I have something to bring up with you two. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, that, so, obviously, this is called uh, The Fights. <laughs> Friday, yeah. Friday Night Fights right here uh, on D- Afterthought Media. Go ahead. Yesterday, sure. I text and confirm, like, hey, 630 PST, mm-hmm. does this work for you guys? Yeah. Silence, silence, silence. Mm-hmm. Then you two both write one on top of the other. Now, were you two having a conversation about me on the phone? No, I, no. Think, that, I think that's your phone. I think, I think, I'm going to go look. I think I did respond. 
I got when I woke up, I responded. Yeah, I responded like 25 minutes later. Oh. I'm going to take a okay. screenshot. Yeah, let's can you send it to me please? I just yeah. want to confirm. Um sending it to Joe. Okay. So yeah, maybe well this... Joe just said okay. I mean, it's not like he confirmed anything. No, I just I Joe just said... did say okay and then you put 6:30 works for me, but they happened so quickly one right after the other that I was like, "Oh, they just got off the phone and we're like, "No." Uh I wish. We have to move our time to 6:30. No. No. Which this is very strange, Jay, because you're not the kind of person who generally makes up stories in his head and whatnot. Yeah, that's Joe's job. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, because at first I was like, well, the timing of these two things coming in, it was just very suspicious to me. Mm-hmm. That's funny that you say that because I was watching that. I've been watching a lot of Dr. Phil and I was watching a Dr. Phil where this woman like is convinced that her husband is having an affair with the daughter with her daughter's friend, this 23 year old girl. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the reasonings why she says that is she sends like hundreds of text messages to this woman, to this 23 year old. And when she goes, whenever she replies back to me, it's always something similar to what my husband has just said to me. Mm-hmm. And so like, everybody was like, Ooh, well maybe, you know, maybe that is, but then it was like, my husband told me, I said, you're having an affair. My husband said, I'm not having an affair. Why would I have an affair? I text this girl. She says, I'm not having an affair. Why would I have an affair? <gasps> why would they say it in the same way? What's, what's, why is that in the same syntax? It's like, so well, that paranoid. Brings, that brings me to my next point is, are you two having an affair? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My suspicions are cleared. That's yeah. a, well, that's not a suspicion. I mean, we've, we're very vocal about how sexually attractive we find each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori, speaking of, you were, you reminded me yesterday that your dad is on his gaycation uh, yes. right now. Well, we were talking about Jay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In our post-coital conversation, you and I were talking about how your dad is on a gaycation right now. Have you, have you heard from him or anything like that? I actually just heard from him one of the many things that happened like at 6.10 when I was hopping in to get, take a shower was my mom and I were having a fight and uh, my dad lost his car keys and needs to me to fax or not fax them, but mail them to him. And I, I was like, well, I'm about to do a podcast. I don't know if I can be anywhere. I'm about to do a podcast. I only have 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to take, I was taking a shower. I had to get, I had to talk to my mom. Oh, there's a FedEx. It's open 24 hours. Huh. Anyways. So I was like, I, ha- I can't, I can't, you know, run and, you know, share this, uh, mail these car keys to you so then i was like well why don't i just drive up to where you are i thought it was like nevada which is like a five hour drive and he was like well by the time you mail them they'll just get to me in five hours anyways and i was like i don't think that's true so anyways we'll see. wait wait hold on the address is 222 brokeback mountain (laughs) wait hold on your dad believes i i just want to because i was Think I was listening, but I was also thinking like, okay, this and the show, blah 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 blah. I may have missed this. 
Are you saying that your dad thinks that if you go at 9 a.m. and drop off the keys at FedEx and tell them he's at XYZ place, that by 2 p.m. the same day, he yes. will have the keys in his hand? No, he thinks that if I go tonight, if I drop off the keys tonight, that in five hours they will be sent to him. I don't. Could you please clarify what you're what you're saying? So my dad is in Vegas. My dad's in Nevada right now. Mm-hmm. So I said that I can't. I don't think that I can get to a FedEx in time because they're probably all going to be closed by the time I get out. And he said. So I said, well, why don't I just, after the podcast, just drive up to Nevada and give Mm -hmm. you the keys? And he said, by the time you drop the keys off, I will have gotten them within five hours. So, So, okay. So he doesn't want me to drive up there tonight because he thinks he's going to get them tonight if I drop them off, you know. At FedEx? At FedEx. Well, first of all, FedEx... The last pickup is like 4.30 or something like that. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Overnight is 3 p.m. Oh, thank you. Because Jay mails things a lot, so he knows. I do. Yeah. I'm not even being I funny. Mean, that, sounds like I, that was said in my sort of the same way as a jokey thing. But I'm not. Literally there almost every other day. Yeah. yeah. And um, by the way, Jay, is that a picture of you with yourself behind you over your, over your left shoulder? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's no, Paul. It's, but It's Paul there, yeah. Yeah. But in the way it was just a, it, Yeah. Um, Lori, have you met Paul? No, no. I won't let them in. The oh, and there's that there's that poster I gave you. Yeah, there's over the garden wall waiting to be hung up, which we haven't done anything. In speaking this house. of speaking, of, by the way, I, Lori, we will come back to this because that that is not done. The the ridiculous thing of what you just said right now. Okay, all right. But you know, Good. I had Good to bye. take my magic posters to be restored and all that. That's gonna they're gonna be gone for a very long time. And um. So I put three movie posters. Now, I originally had a Batman poster right here that I just don't like now. But so I didn't know what to put there. Is that The Shining? It sure is. So okay. here's the funny story about that is, I go, what am I going to put there? And then a listener wrote to me. I can say that, Lori. I can say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't say a name. I didn't oh, say a name. all right. Okay. A listener wrote to me and said, listen... Uh, it's my roommate's birthday coming up, and I would like to. I know you have movie posters, and I know you. Ha- I guess I talked about the shining posters and whatnot. Um, I might want to buy one from you. And I talked to her, and I said, you know, the thing with these shining posters, the what is two of them? It's a set, but this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Is I don't know why I got a very good deal on them, and they're worth quite a bit of money. I go, let me think about it. Because she, she's like, won't be able to pitch in them all. But then I feel bad charging. You know what I mean? That weird dilemma where I didn't pay that for the poster, but it's worth that much. So what do yeah. I do? You know, do I charge her a person who supports me on Patreon? Do I charge her the market rate or do I charge her what I paid? Right. But then when I look at the picture, I'm like, you know, that might be actually kind of perfect in the office. And I actually think it does look kind of perfect in the office. The red works with the red. Yeah, the red if, works with For the people red. who know the movie, it's when he walks... That's the bathroom scene. Yeah. When he walks to the bathroom and it's all of the red in the bathroom. And then Joe's wall is red, too. So I feel like it's actually kind of perfect. Because before it was that other... Like the carnival poster or whatever, right? No, or like a, ma- a magician poster. It was a magician poster, but now it's being restored. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, okay, Lori, let's get back to your story. I still, yeah, I still want to well, get to first, this. A big thing is, is first off, I got to find these extra keys. Yeah. He said they're in my, he has like a cubby, like a standing desk. And he goes, they're in a cubby in a gray tray, which he has like 50 of those. And they're rubber. I don't know what that means. The keys are rubber? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are so those wait, where, where, keys? What happened to his keys? He lost them. He just, he can't find them. How many times so, do you think he screamed at his friend? Oh, they, I mean, I would call them, well, <laughs> this is stuff. Okay, so we're going to get into this. So my dad, uh, had his goddaughter is having a baby. And so he has been calling himself the West Coast Grandpa. So he had t-shirts and hats made that say West Coast Grandpa. And he... The daughter's the the kid's name is something that starts with an E. I don't know what the name is, but he bought a a a doll of a baby, and um, he wrote on the you know how like dolls have like a white body, like they mm-hmm. have like a, a cotton white body. He wrote on the body "Baby E," and he when he, him and his you know male friend have been traveling around and he's been taking pictures with baby E uh, and having other people take pictures with baby E. So like for who he sends them to his goddaughter oh. and he's like this. Then when baby E is old enough, this is just a random biker. He got to hold a baby doll. He says when baby E is old enough, we can go back to these landmarks and have and have her take the photos again. So the, the, the question, the original question was, how many fights? So Lori's showing us a bunch of pictures of her dad. This is my favorite one where Baby E is watching, is looking over the Grand Canyon yeah. in a helicopter. It, is anybody commenting on an uh, an older man carrying around a baby doll? Well, no. look, the, ask the Johns. Now, <laughs> but so anyway, so he had to stop doing that because Rick, his friend Rick was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this stupid baby anymore. So that was a big Were you talking one. about your dad or the doll? Yeah. <laughs> Both probably. <laughs> so, so listen, I actually have video. Your dad sent me cause he's doing this in like his travel log <laughs> of your dad and his friend. Why do you send you the video? I don't know. It's it's very strange. I don't know. It's very, very weird. I know. It's so weird. I don't uh, think this is an actual video. No, it is. Well, well you're only going to hear audio. Um, here. But I But I have it right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of it happening. Um, this just... is the sex scene from Brokeback Mountain. I wish I could quit you. I'll try this. They're in the camper right now, or the tent. Are we just listening to Brokeback Mountain? I mean, it is soothing. I'm not mad about it. Is that... I'll, you know what? I'm going to tell my story, the one I found. 
<gasps> while uh, while J- Jill looks for this. <sighs> Go ahead, tell your story. Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, this is so wrong. Oh boy. Fuck like your dad, huh? You fuck like your dad? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the best part about this is Joe had to pretend that this wasn't on his desktop already, just ready to go. This video. <laughs> Oh fuck. Yeah. How did they why are they scoring it? That's what I wanna know. Are they high fiving each other? I don't know what's going on with the the audio doesn't really lend itself to what's happening. I think the audio's perfect. This is what Nami Harder's missing. Oh, shit. He's having a time. Lloyd, tell your story. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, Mexican actress Lynn May has announced that she is pregnant at the age of 68. Wait, did you see my tweet? I tweeted about this. Oh, you did? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I saw the headline. I'm going to let you tell the story. Um, but I saw the headline and I was like, oh, this seems interesting, right? The headline of the picture, because the woman looks cuckoo bananas, right? Yeah. And, um, and why don't we introduce your new story with this? Yeah, that's right. We're we're mixing two shows in one. Never done this before. It's like uh, Inception, right? So Lori was reading the news and she's bringing that news item to the T right here Lori she has a story about an actress named Lynn May she married a guy who to me seems clearly gay I read this story at night and felt it didn't sound right So I took my phone outside And tweeted the headline Now, Lori, go ahead and tell us about this story So, Mexican actress Lynn May has announced that she is pregnant at the age of 68 She is wow. set to have a baby with 29, her 29-year-old partner, Marcos D1 That's right She's popping out a child. It already crossed the border. Because Mexicans are illegal. Illegal! And wanna come and take our jobs! Yeah. That's right. <laughs> this baby already has applied and taken Lori's job as a special ed instructor in Orange County, California. They am born. Not only that, Lori's dad is already taking pictures of it already around the country. Lori, she has a story about a Mexican actress who isn't star. Lori, she'll tell a story and then hang up on us 
Because I went too far. Too far. That's right. Lori's super sensitive. Oh, yeah. I'm the sensitive one. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> Tell me again why we're not talking about the Discord. <laughs> oh, oh uh, it's because if Taylor the Latte Boy gave me that advice. Oh, okay. And uh, everybody else who's ever met you. <laughs> I feel like I've said, don't look at that Discord. Sorry, my... Uh, uh, that was acting. My Xanax <laughs> fell off the desk. Oh, good reaction yeah, to it. Isn't that weird that the Xanax fell off the desk right when we were talking about the Discord? <laughs> She's three months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, another crazy thing was, so she was in a relationship uh, from night. She was married to a man named Antonio Chichu from 1989 until his until his death <laughs> in What'd 2008. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck did you just call me? She then married a man named Guillermo Calderon Stell. What the uh, fuck did you just call me? <laughs> that doesn't work that as well that time. <laughs> I what's the actress's name? I do want to look her up. After oh, talk oh her. it's like it's like looking in a in a fun house of whores. What's her name? Like Lynn May, right? But I don't think it's spelled weird, right, Lori? Oh my goodness. Uh. What her her name or his name? No, I found her. I oh, yeah she she's had that plastic surgery where I'm not a hundred percent sure if she's Asian or if that's just the plastic surgery. No, you're right. You know, Uh, you know that I was driving in L.A. one time and I saw Jocelyn Weldestein or whatever walking down the street. She died, right? I don't know that name. (gasps) You don't know Jocelyn Weldestein or whatever her name is. Look her up. She was famous okay. for for her plastic surgery. She was like a billionaire who lost all her money or something. It was really weird. Oh, but so oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. The the only crazy thing, other only other crazy thing about this story, other than all the everything about this story, mm-hmm. is that she. So this woman did an interview with uh, El Minuto Que Cambio Mi Destino, the minute that changed my destiny. And which is also the name of, that's the name of the Lori Roggen Kemp soap opera. The yeah. minute that changed my destiny. Your Spanish is getting really good. Yeah. Thank you. I Thank know. You. I thought it was one of my theas right here on the on the show. <laughs> I know, right? Uh so uh she said that she missed Chichu so much that she dug up his remains. Yes, I dug it up. I also always had it there in my bed. She said, my mother fought me every day. She told me, you are not going to let him rest. We fought every day because I would not let him go or let go of him. Sorry. So, yeah. So now she's she's dating Marcus D1, who's a Los Angeles-based musician, model, and successful beauty industry entrepreneur. I've never heard of him, but I mean... Oh, do you, you know, follow run, the beauty? Run, yeah, the beauty. I run in board? the beauty circles. I yeah. yeah. Oh wow! You're telling me if I was straight, I could have bagged her. Oh, Damn speaking it. of Jay, I saw that uh, Moderna. I don't think you need to be straight in order to bag her. They just oh. announced Jay that Moderna got the is going to the next phase. I think it's phase two of their um, HIV trial vac- vaccine trials. Oh wow, that's impressive. Well, you know what's funny is they so they've chosen like I think it's like fifty or a hundred people. I don't remember what it is, right? 
to get this HIV vaccine and they're going to track them, right? They're HIV negative. But I was like, well, what are the odds they're just going to randomly get encounter HIV anyway? Do you? I don't know how that works. Please tell us how it works. Do you just say they could go? Can you go have random indiscriminate sex with highly contagious uh, people? You know, you know, if they wanted to test it, they should probably send them to Adam Cilantro's wedding reception. Uh oh. <laughs> well, didn't Trinity? Okay. Congrats uh, to the happy couple, by the yeah, way. Yeah, by I the don't way. Know. I don't know if that's where we should go with that. Oh. Um, but didn't Trinity say something when she was talking about her HIV status that she no longer has the markers? Oh, so she yeah, can't yeah. be contagious or yeah, something? That, that, you know what? That's something that I learned as well uh, when, when I was friends with Jonathan. I, I didn't believe him. Because Jonathan told me that same information in a very almost adversarial kind of way. Where it, it, Jonathan, my friend, is HIV positive. That's not a secret. Oh, okay. And he was like... Now, this is at the time. I don't know what his case is, what his viral load is now. But at the time, he's like, I'm undetectable, so I don't have to tell anybody if I'm HIV positive. And I was like, that sounds wrong, right? And uh, But then in doing the research, I mean, I th- I still think you should tell people. You know, I would definitely want to know, even if you are undetectable, and, and so that I can make my own decisions, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, that... that uh, uh, in fact, Jonathan told me, and I've confirmed this with other doctors, which is so weird. It's a, it's a weird thing to say, but he again, when he was defending himself, he said, "It's for when when you have HIV and you're undetectable, it's actually safer to have uh, unprotected sex with them because they are aware of their status." I disagree with the ethics of this, but I'm just saying because. I'm, you know, a, a, you're, a person who isn't HIV positive or hasn't been diagnosed isn't aware of their status because they're not always checking their viral load. But that he, to me seems a little bit like it's I actually safer to drive a little drunk because then you're super careful on the road. <laughs> no, yeah, if you're always taking, I'm, I'm always taking a breathalyzer test. No, you're right. And look, there are other issues with Jonathan why you shouldn't trust his decision making. But I'm just saying. This these this seems to. Are you rubbing cocaine on your teeth? What's going on? Me? Yeah. No, it's Vaseline. Oh, gasoline. Oh, Vaseline. Vaseline yeah, on gasoline. my lips. Yeah, Lori's an, uh, 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 like an old timey robot. She runs on gas gasoline. So anyway, Jay, go ahead. Sorry. It, I was going to say. I think it's important people know that um, undetectable is untransmittable. I think that's. I don't know if we said that. Yes. Uh, but did he? Was he doing the work to educate himself, or was he kind of going? I mean, if he was talking to doctors about all this stuff, maybe it was coming firsthand. I just don't, I, I don't know what his... Trinity what or Jonathan? Me, Jonathan. He seems like an unreliable narrator. Yeah. Also, how do I know me. that? I don't, how do I know he's undetectable? He lied to me about so many other things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I Well, I have a question. What do you, do you guys think that, um, I mean, I guess like in any situation, you could say like, uh... I mean, let's just say, let's throw in a couple of things like okay, sure. AIDS. Yeah. Uh, if you're a- if you have AIDS or HIV, mm-hmm. um, well, they're not the same thing. But okay. No, I know. Okay, and that's why I said or. Yeah. Um, and then or let's say not at all, not at all connected. But let's say if you're a transgender person, mm-hmm. do you think that when you date that you should be upfront? like right out the gate or do you think that you are allowed a grace period to get to know somebody before you tell them 
I think it's different. I can't. I can't. I, I'm wary to speak about the transgender thing because I don't know anything about that world. Right. Um, yeah. On the HIV front, you I, look like Chaz Bono. That's the only reason why I. Well, I don't want to. I am a transgendered man. And I, You're cosplaying as Chaz mm-hmm, Bono twenty four seven constantly. In fact, three sixty five. Yeah, when, when I'm talking to my parents, I'll go like, uh, "Snap out of it," you know. And I'm not even joking. You think you think that Chaz Bono? She is, quotes Cher all the it's time. It's just a manly share. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, okay. not only that, I constantly ask my mom whether she was going to abort me, and is she glad she didn't <laughs> abort me? <laughs> From the man who came out of Cher's vagina, yeah, and the woman that came out of her no, vagina, yeah, yeah. She's like the woman who vagina Cher came, and, and never it was, it was just like, oh, that's, that's those were good fucking seasons. This is season six, Lori. When they had um, Cher's mom and Cher's son on the show, and it was a, a mess of interviews. But yeah, the, but the the my favorite from that is uh, what's what's Cher's mom's name? I cannot remember her name. Um, right now. Georgia Frontier. Yes. Georgia, she goes, I don't know what to tell you, honey. It was the Great Depression. <laughs> like, when they're asking, like, how did you make your money? Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, honey. It was the Great Depression. And who was the oh. one that, was, was it the same, was it Jocelyn? Because Jocelyn's the one that said that line, but was Jocelyn yeah. also the one that asked about the abortion? Uh, or was that, yeah, I think that, uh, that's not it was Jocelyn. Adore was the one who would ask a question, and then they would say a serious answer, and she'd go, party. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> when when the season was good, my favorite season. It, it, it's the best season. It, well, yeah. I, but again, once again, we, this is the constant debate: is it in the same category as All Stars Two? That's that's where you that's where you have to. So, Jay, let me ask you: is All Stars mm-hmm. Two in competition here or not? Because a different show. For me, if I were thinking Drag Race and somebody said, what do I watch? What season should I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what's peak all- Drag Race? Mm-hmm. All-Stars 2 comes to my head. I-, I view them as two different camps. But also, isn't it sort of like like the argument about, like, um, you know, any sports athlete? It was like, who's better, um, you know, Michael Jordan or Kobe? It's like... You can't have one. You can't have one without the other. Like you couldn't have Kobe if you didn't have Michael Jordan. You couldn't have All Stars two if you didn't have season six. Because because like, the roster is built from yeah. people from season six. Yeah, there are a lot of season six people on All Stars two. But no, but also it's like, but no, what I'm saying is like that's. I feel like a lot of people that I talk that I've talked to about Drag Race. That's sort of the season that they cherish. That's sort of the season that they re- it really clicked in for them. Six. Yeah, and so okay. I feel like that's sort of the beginning of the fa- of the true like standing of RuPaul's Drag Race. Of See, like I, I, that's I, why it, it's. I think what that's why that's what propelled it to where it is now. I don't disagree with your argument, but I wouldn't apply All Stars two to it. I would say yes, six is the best season, but it doesn't exist without five, and five doesn't exist without four. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't have those seasons, then you wouldn't have had. Then they wouldn't have bothered with all stars. Well, it, it obviously, been- yes. Well, ob- same thing. Going back to our example, if Georgia Frontier wasn't born, then Cher wouldn't have come out of her vagina. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was the Great Depression. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> oh, snap out of it! Our shares are really good. Yeah. Just like Lori's Spanish, we're doing really yeah. good chair impressions. But um, but I don't know, because All Stars 2 is so fucking good. Yeah. 
Oh, well, that's just, I mean, they knew that they struck gold with season five casting and mm-hmm. All-Stars 2 is basically season five redo. Yeah. <laughs> like with, yeah, with, with the girls. People. You know, uh, yeah, it is so good. And see, because that's the thing is season six, I remember from revisiting it, it it just has a really long run where it's great. But again, once Ben goes home, the show has a couple of clunkier episodes. Yeah. And what with All Stars Two, I think the reason is that they really switched up the entire game and format of what we had seen on the flagship show and All Stars One. So it was just a huge shakeup that the show needed. It needed to be reinvigorated like that, yeah. coming yeah. off of of season eight. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's all. Well, that's going to be the most we ever talk about drag racing that happened on the the T slash just between us girls slash genius parade, Lori. Are you ready to do this uh, Drag Race recap show? Uh, I am. I just have to go to the bathroom real quick. So I'm going to go. Real like quick, me. being the operative word. That's, we might as well do another Just Between Us Girls. <laughs> we'll do a Just Between Us Squirrels, where we talk about squirrels. Wait, hold on. I'm, I got, we'll have to do the music when she comes back. because I, want, I do want to do Just Between Us Girls. That, oh, was that not recorded? No, they're recorded. Oh, <laughs> was that is that counting as uh, that counts? That counts. It's up between us. Oh, okay. Well, right, I wasn't you know, sure. Wait, wait, when Lori comes back, I'll say it wasn't. I'll just say that was okay. Funny. Yeah, say that now. Now it's time to do yeah, just between okay. us, girls. Yeah, okay. so, you're right. So, guys, a good joke. So, but I want to talk about while Lori's gone. Am I wrong to think that her dad is out of his mind? That if he thinks the FedEx is going to, if even if everything worked out perfectly, if he dropped it, if she dropped it off at three. If she dropped it yeah. off at 11 a.m., the keys, they would not be there by tonight. It'd be their earliest 8 a.m. tomorrow. The the This is what's... It's all clicking because now I understand he has this in his head and that's why he's mad when it doesn't happen, but that's not yes. the reality to begin with. Yes. So yes. he has expectations that are never mm-hmm. going to be met. And then mm-hmm. he's like, well, why didn't this happen? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, that wasn't going to happen in the first place. Believe it or not, you know, as a political science major in college, I studied politics, obviously, but I really loved the presidency. So I took a lot of presidency classes. And that's mm-hmm. actually a political science theory with presidents. Because typically presidents always do worse in the midterms, and it's because they promise, promise, promise to get the job, yeah. and the expectations they hit are so high that there's no yeah. way they could ever live up to it. So by the midterms, and people are disappointed, and so they're upset because they, they, they set these unreasonable expectations. And they kind of plateau with their promises. Yeah, and, and then okay. they can't deliver, and the people are pissed at them, and then they, they, uh, they're ultimately they lose seats in the midterm. <clears throat> and um, it's the same, but her, her dad just is living at IRL in that he's like, well, why can't they get they, Why can't they get it to me? So like, because Lori's saying as soon as the show is over, she'll drive it to him. She's an anim- so that's about th- four. Let's we'll say four hours away. Yeah, so she'll be there by midnight, one a.m. I'm impressed she's offering to drive keys that she doesn't know where they are. Like this is a, an oh, item she doesn't right. know where they're located. So. That's a whole nother bag of worms. Or the bag problem, of keys, the problem too, is that I'm going to get involved, too, because then my ass is going to get a fucking phone call at, like, 11.30 p.m., which I will turn my phone off. Going <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, trying to go to not, sleep. Not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, bye. And I'll be like, yeah, anyway, I'd call because... And you can hear her doing all her, like, improv training to figure out why she called after <laughs> I picked up the phone. 
Stalling. I called because I wanted to know if you still think the Regal tickets I bought before the pandemic are still good. And I'm like, uh, there's no way for me to ever know if... I don't know. Yeah, Did you I, I don't think work I, for Regal. Yeah, do you think I, I started Regal Entertainment? <laughs> no, I just I feel like you know those kinds of things because you've seen a movie. And... um. Anyway, so what's going on? Lori, I'm going to bed. Oh, no, it's okay. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm just, I'm driving to Las Vegas. And um, you, your parents ever do this thing where, you know, they ask you to drive in the middle of the night to another state to deliver their keys? No, they don't do that. Uh, they do other crazy things. But, Lori, like I said, I'm going to bed. Now, I know, I know. I'll let you go. I'm just, I'm sure you, I probably bugged the shit out of you. But calling right now, just, just. My mom, man, you know, she she promised to pay the tuition, and now she's backing out. And my Aunt Julie says that um, I should probably just move out, but I don't even live with her. I live with Kathy, and I think my Julie's confused Kathy with my mom. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but Star and I are trying to find an apartment together in L.A. Lori, I, I'm very tired. I, oh... I'm tired. You're tired. I'm tired. And you're just like... (laughs) Why are you keeping me on this phone? Why are you keeping me on this phone? Oh, speaking of phones, did you ever ever solve that problem with your phone? And I'm like, what problem with my phone? Didn't you tell me that you had a problem with your phone? No. Oh, I thought I... Oh, you know what? That was justice. He was telling me, and then she's really, look, I, I've had so many phone calls with her. I'm, these are like almost exact impressions. This is not me. These, this is what happens. This is what a phone yeah. call is like. So You know what I feel like you could foray this impression up to is Fozzie Bear, if you really gave it a try. Well, no, it's funny that you say that because Jay, not Jay, Aiden thinks that I I can do Frank Oz voices. Like, he thinks my Miss Piggy Oh, Miss Pig. That that maybe that's closer to what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, he thinks it's in, he thinks with a little bit of work that it's in in undetectable the difference. We're like, oh, Kermy, you know, like, hey, yeah. yeah, you know, and um, and then Father Bear's just a waka waka waka, you know. So like, um, maybe if Frank Oz dies, I can take over. Okay, mm-hmm. Laura, you ready? Yes. All right, here. We, wait, where is this? <clears throat> okay, here we go. Three, two. Just between us girls. Yeah, just between us girls. Um, just Lori, between us girls. Just between us girls. Lori, what's been going on with you? <laughs> I thought we did this already. You know, not much. Uh, you know, just hanging and banging, living life, enjoying mm-hmm. my uh, comfortable and, um, you know, uh, role defined and very, you know, uh, validating relationship with my mother. So. All right. Very good. Well, on that note. Wait, you know what I think happened, actually? I know what happened. <laughs> Lori was taking a shit, and then she went on the Discord. No, I uh, I went uh, and put uh, sheets in the in the dryer, and then I went to the bed. Is that what you call dropping up the kids <laughs> in the pool? No, I actually had to put sheets in the dryer. I threw some uh, queen-size sheets in the dryer. <laughs> yeah. 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 I the sheets, sheets clogged the up time. the dryer, and she had to go find a plunger. 
<laughs> Maybe you should no, eat but- more fiber, Lori, so those sheets don't uh, clog up the dryer. No, but actually, again, yeah. and I think I've told you, talked to you guys about this. My aunt threw away our plunger again, and I had to go. Wait, and find wait, 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 wait! Again, again, it is a constant problem. She hates. She hates having a plunger in the house. She, <laughs> she gets so annoyed with the fact that we have a plunger in the house, and I'm always like, "Yeah, because we're big people. We take big shits. Like we have to have a plunger." And it's a point of contention because you keep trying to throw away the plunger and I keep having to go and, and grab it. This is why Lori's a gold mine. Lori, we were doing a bit where we were going to make you think that we still have done just between us girls. And you can just go into another, like, I want to explore this. This There's two crazy things I want to explore. One, your dad's still not undering the time-space continuum. And then two... <laughs> yeah, well, my dad... My dad now is like, have you sent it yet? And I said, no, I won't be done till eight. Like, I, I keep telling oh, him over and over oh, again, oh. I won't if be done If you think we're going to be done by eight, you have another thing. Coming. Well, I mean, but most of the places close at eight. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but you could get there. You could probably call them and they'll keep it open. And I was like, keep it open. Once, That's right. I've never once met a FedEx employee who's dying to stay later. Like, yeah. who's like, I yeah, can't Lori, You know help. what? Give me the number to FedEx. I'll call right now. And I'll say, listen, I have Lori Roggenkamp here. We're in the middle of talking about uh, All-Star 6 Episode 9 Drag Race Tater Tots or whatever it's called. And uh, <laughs> she's going to be late. Can you just keep the store open until she's done talking about uh, Eureka O'Hara? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the number. Okay. Area code 714. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. Okay. Here we go. 